There is a dimension beyond which is known to humankind. A dimension of sound and sight of mind. A dimension intended only for mature audiences, and exists solely as a form of entertainment, without intentions of education or societal enrichment. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. It, it's what you're listening to right now. It's a podcast. It's a podcast we call Lore Folk. Welcome back to Lorefolk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kid, and today I'm joined by my co-host and confidant, Maddie Barr! Yeah, 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 welcome back to the podcast, woo Maddie, your celebratory tone is not to be tolerated on my very serious podcast. Ooh, why not? I'm just trying to have a good time, see? Maddie, the people come here for information, I'll have you know. Well, why can't they have a little fun while they're doing it? Because... (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Justify, Aiden. Maddie, you're right. I was wrong all along. As dean of the cryptid college, I will now allow the spring breakers to have all the fun they want. Because this was a fun college movie, after all. Oh, wow. Because that's the character archetype that I was playing. Yep. We're so bad at intros, we're starting them in media res now. Alright. Maddie, give us a fucking cryptid thing. Do something. Make the funny! You wanna do the funny? You make the funny! I got a question about something paranormal. Say it to me with the mouth holes in your face. Do you, wait, sorry, do you have more mouth holes? Don't worry about it. Can zombies and ghosts exist simultaneously? Ghosts are dead people, but zombies are also dead people. If the ghost leaves the body, but the body gets reanimated, can the ghost still hang out, or does it die? Is one dead person, can they be a a ghost and a zombie at the same time? Like, could you be, could you die, and you become the ghost, but then is does your body get used as a zombie? Are you also that zombie? Well, it depends on how you define zombies. Because whether or not they're actually dead or not, or just kind of possessed by a sort of fungus, is very different. Like, I think to Full Metal Alchemist, where they try to, spoiler alert, I fucking guess, resurrect their mom. It's like the premise of the show. And it's later revealed that the wretched homunculi that they fucking birthed in their failed attempt to bring their mom back to life wasn't even their mom's soul probably within that vessel. So when you become a zombie, is it still you inside the flesh vessel that you used to be housed within? I think no, unless you are born, you're or not born, unless you die during the zombie apocalypse, right? Because there's this idea that when the apocalypse starts, I mean, there's different zombie apocalypses, but I like the cool, you know, plants versus zombies kind of one where all the people who are already dead come back oh. as zombies. And I think if you die, then the, you know, dead body to zombie process is already happening, right? That that switch is turned on. So the moment that they put you in the ground, it's like, boop, 
you're back as a zombie. But if you died like, you know, five years before the zombie apocalypse, then you can become a ghost because the magical button that says once you're buried, you come back as a zombie isn't isn't on. It's not happening at that point, right? What would happen were a ghost to try to possess a zombie? Like, let's say there is like a ghost and a zombie version of some random person existing. Let's call them Greg and... Greg died, he became a ghost, but then some zombie bullshit happened and his corpse was reanimated and is now attacking civilians. Could ghost Greg possess zombie Greg and become a singular whole Greg? Or would it be like shared custody of Mm. this fucking Jekyll and Hyde ass (laughs) corpse vehicle? I'm not sure. I that would be embarrassing though if you were Ghost Greg and you're like, oh, and you're walking, you're just watching right. fucking and zombie you go, Greg. You're trying to go to the fucking grocery store and actual body zombie Greg is like sitting there fucking up some noodles or whatever, and you're like, excuse me, you're representing me, Greg, the entity with my Greg body. Please show some respect. Show some decorum, zombie Greg. I mean, you could probably try to pilot the Greg zombie, right? Can you, I mean, ghosts can possess stuff, so could he, ju- could he just possess zombie Greg? But then would zombie Greg want to fight back? Yeah, exactly. Is it like a Hulk kind of situation where the two have to work out their differences? It seems like we need a fun rom-com where ghost Greg and zombie Greg come together to work out their differences so they can both inhabit zombie Greg. Oh, so what you're saying is... Once upon a time, Greg had fallen in love with this woman. We'll call her Shirley. And then regular, normal human Greg died. And so now, through some wacky happenstance, zombie Greg has returned and has resumed his life before. But now ghost Greg wants a piece of the action because he's still sentient and that's still his life too. It's just like two diverging paths on a road. Weekend at Bernieing himself with his, <laughs> with, his, with his ghost mind and his dead body. Weekend at Greg's. Weekend at Greg and Greg's to win over Shirley. And then in the end, they learn to work out their differences, a la the Hulk or Venom or whatever yes. fucking split mind thing you want to talk about, the fucking Bo Burnham song, if it makes you happy. And then they get married and they live happily ever after. So that's kind of the situation you're going to have to tackle at some point in your existence. Whether it's millennia from now when your corpse is reanimated, at that point it might be a skeleton, which is more fun because you can play the xylophone on yourself. But it's the same kind of rules where you will have to learn to get along with your separate half. It's the it's the id and the other one. The ego? <laughs> the ego. <laughs> the grego. Elaborate on that, Maddie. Well, you see, the id is the... You're just going to pull these fucking things out of nowhere, weren't you? Well, I saw that one episode of Phineas and Ferb where they talked about it, so (laughs) I know more than you might expect. Uh, But the Grego is just ego, but specifically for people named Greg. It's it's sort of like an Adam's apple. (laughs) All right, Sigmund Freud, why don't you you sit down? (laughs) Aiden... Hit me with something paranormal. Oh, absolutely. Here we have a question from Reddit user Princess 
Shaznay, who asks, Can a house suddenly become haunted? To give some backstory, I've lived in my house for around 13 years and have never noticed anything strange. Over the last month or so, weird things have happened. Things moving without being touched, weird noises in the night, and a feeling of a presence, and most recently last night, a light turned on by itself. Can anyone help? You see, what was this person's name? Princess Shaznay. Let me lay it out for you, princess. Your ghost was on a sabbatical for 13 months. Or wait, did they say 13 years? 13 years. Uh-oh. Well, that's... Oh, that's a long... I was going to say they were on sabbatical and they just got back, but that's a long-ass time. But here's the question. Is that just how long ghost sabbaticals are? Maybe. They've wasted so much time on Earth. They're like, no, I'm taking... It's supposed to be 13 months. I'm taking 13 years. I'll see you clowns in a new decade. Are ghosts still bound to the Gregorian calendar? Like, when you die, are you still going to pay attention to that shit? You def... Okay, you definitely want to know when Halloween is. That's a must. That's the holiest day on the ghost calendar, obviously. But outside of that, it's sort of, it's either October or it's not on the, on the ghost calendar. It's two giant months. One says October and one says, eh, with a little <laughs> question mark next to it. So yeah, maybe this ghost was just gone and they just got back. Is it possible that there's like a ghost housing market and so they just moved in 13 years and they've been assigned to haunt you? Is that how this works? Do you think ghosts shuffle around? Ooh, that's it. Maybe your house and you as a person, you're so high quality. They're like, ooh, the haunts we could do in here. Ooh, so choice that there was a 13 year waiting period. And these are the first ghosts who've finally been able to jump on this haunting because it's just so awesome. And so you should bask in it. I just love the idea of a ghost real estate agent taking ghosts on tours like you got all like the victorian ghosts and you got the 18th century ghosts and that's the same general time period and some other third brand of ghosts that's really only the second brand because i just basically said the same thing twice for the first two yes all three types of ghosts and they're walking through the house they're just like here we have a nice breakfast nook here we have the living room and here we have A dumb white family who thinks this is a great new start after the death of their mother. They just got a new job. Look how unhappy those kids are. Ooh, they're just waiting for something to go wrong. This family, they like to hang up a lot of mirrors, right? They got mirrors in the kitchen. They got mirrors in the dining room. And they got one of those mirrors. I'm Australian now. (laughs) They got one of those mirrors. In the bathroom that closes and opens. So when they close it, bam, there you are standing behind them in a mirror. And they're like, whoa, what's that? Perfect for imprisoning their souls in after you scare them. How lovely. Also comes with a very spooky basement. A lot of horrible tragedies have happened down there. So you will have to share this space with some other ghosts. But the rent's so cheap. There's a lot of dead people in the world. There's a lot of dead people in the ghost world, so there's got to be a lot of doubling up. That's true. Can you imagine being a ghost and your beef isn't with the human in your house, but it's with the other fucking ghost that you have to share the house with? You're just trying to out-haunt each other. Just got to one-up each other every time. Yes! 
It's like two dads like trying to mow their lawn better than the other dad, but you're two fucking ghosts and you're like, okay, well. What is with us and coming up with wacky sitcoms this episode? That's this is the <laughs> second one. Hey, welcome to the wacky sitcom factory. Whoa. Uh, it's wacky sitcom week. Did you not know that? Here, Laura Folk, it's wacky sitcom week. We did not establish at the front. But I also didn't establish the fact that I was the dean of fucking cryptid college at the front. So right on your calendar, it says wacky uh, sitcom week. Are you using your ghost calendar again? The one that just says eh? Shit, you're right. about this. You're you right. I was just using my I'm I'm being a little proactive. Get your it also speaks to me out. as a human being because I don't give a fuck about any other season other than fall and specifically Halloween. I just want to know when I can watch Over the Garden Wall again. Exactly. That's what I was and about you know to what? say. <laughs> you know what, kids? I'm going to tell you a little secret here. I'm going to lay it out on the line. The answer is all the fucking time. It's watch true. Watch Over the Garden Wall whenever the hell you want. But if you're like me and nothing else brings you joy, maybe save that for fall so you have something to look forward to for the rest of the year. So you're sitting there watching Over the Garden Wall and suddenly an apparition starts to do some haunting stuff. They start rattling some chains and telling you to, like, get your shit together and not let Tiny Tim die. And then suddenly, another separate dude who's not with him (laughs) starts doing some poltergeist shit by stacking the fucking chairs in the kitchen. Would that negate the actual scary factor because it's clear that these two are not operating together? I think it would. It would make it kind of a, a wacky sitcom. It'd be fun. You'd be like, okay... Uh, ooh, I'm really scared. And you just sort of back out while they try to, they're looking at each, one of them's shaking chains furiously and the other one's stacking chairs and they're like locked in eye contact and you're just like, I'm gonna go get takeout or whatever. Like, bye. I feel like this isn't about me. You're a, you're a third party and, and you have no say in the matter. So they keep trying to come to you like, okay, but surely... Can you talk to Ghost Sean? This is getting fucking ridiculous. And it's like, I don't, this is not my, this is not my beef. I'm not here for this. I would like it if both of you left. I don't want either of you here. When you have friends over for like a party or whatever, and and you're like, okay, guys, like don't, there's, there's two ghosts here. I don't take sides. Okay. Like when we're playing Yahtzee or whatever, just don't pay attention to either of them. Because if one of them thinks they're better than the other, it's just going to cause so much trouble this week. And I got stuff to get done, you know? And your friends are like, but low key though, I think Ghost Steve is a uh, spookier than Ghost Other Steve. God, they're both Sean. named Steve. Oh, Sean. I think I think did, is that what I just named him? I don't remember immediately. It's Steve and then Sean, but Sean's middle name was Steve, which is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Steve and Sean Steve. And then in the end, they find out that they're long lost, distant relatives, and that brings them together, and they become friends, and they all haunt poor Richardson right. together and they make his life a living hell. They imprison him in a mirror. Uh-huh. And then that's the end of it. He's trapped in the mirror dimension. Right. Maddie, what would you do if you were trapped in the mirror dimension? Well, Aiden, you know, I just watched infinity train. <laughs> so I have some sad toy story like ideas where I'd feel bad <laughs> if I didn't leave without first letting mirror Maddie live her fucking life or whatever. But I, honestly, if I was trapped in the mirror dimension, I'd be doing one of those sitcom moments where you're like in the mirror, right? And you make a funny face and you turn around and then you're like, ha, gotcha. But like every time she's just perfectly lined up with my reflection anyway, because that bitch is good. I'm literally looking in a mirror right now. 
and I can't tell a difference. She's on. She's on it. She's got my every <laughs> fucking move locked and loaded. This bitch. She so. deserves a break. She does. Now I'm gonna here. Let me just. You can't hear this because my mic's so nice now. But I'm just gonna turn my mirror away. There you go. I, I could hear that. Take I could fun... hear it with my ears. Oh, take a fun break, Mirror Maddie. I'll, I'm a thumbs up into the mirror. So she's. Yep, she says thumbs up. What would you do in the mirror dimension, Aiden? I would probably just like give a half-assed impression of whoever I'm now reflecting. Mm. Like just a little bit. So they're never quite sure if they're being fucked with or not. Like I'll just, I'll blink slightly slower than they blink. And they'll be like, did that, was that right? Is that how slow I blinked? That felt a little off. So I'm kind of just gaslighting them on these micro levels. So you're the reflection in the mirror dimension. Yes. Interesting that you immediately were like, oh, I must be the reflection. And I'm like, ha, this dumb bitch, she's the reflection. Here we are in the ad break. We make up ads because nobody is paying us to do this. Maddie, tell people how they can pay us to stop doing this. If you want to support the show and buy an ad, you can go to pnnpodcasts.com slash advertising. And you can buy a $5 ad for a real legit project that you're working on or something you want to tell the world about. Or if you just want to jump in on a bit with us, you can buy a $6 ad at pnnpodcasts.com slash advertising. I promise it's not as long where you're typing it. I just ran out of breath. Yay. Maddie, give us an ad. Today on Lorefolk, we're proud to tell you about our latest sponsor, Mystery Plague in a Can. Tired of waiting around for the end of the world? You and me both, pal. Sounds like you should jumpstart this apocalypse and buy Plague in a Can. Open up one of our fantastic mystery plagues in a can and you could be swimming in a whole number of issues. Frogs, blood, boils, darkness, or even locusts. Will you collect all ten? Probably not. It's going to be pretty hard to get to the store to buy more cans in the middle of a plague. Especially for you firstborns out there. So buy in bulk and try to collect them all. Mystery plague in a can for the nihilist collector in your life. cryptid for us unleash that boy upon the world not sure why we've done this twice <laughs> because i'm singing let me tell you about the arkansas snipe also known as the skeeteroo the skeeteroo yeah, yeah oh i love him already i love this name there's actually several skeeteroos it's a fearsome critter in the form of a giant insect in Arkansas. Oh, immediately lost interest, but keep going. What? Because insects or because Arkansas? 
because the public both. needs to know what <laughs> both okay fuck um, insects oh fuck wait Arkansas. sorry oh there's a there's a little footnote here it says it's actually it's a dog in canada oh yes oh perfect yes awesome Listeners, while Aiden is celebrating it, it's still a, it's an Arkansas bug. So just keep I heard that to that. yourselves. What? Sorry, that I dog. I heard you. You <laughs> lied to me about the Canadian dog. I'm sure. Tell me about this fucking snipe. The legend tells that a lumberjack was lost in Arkansas, and when he went up a hill to orient himself and came back down, his horse wasn't there. Two Arkansas snipes ate the horse. Uh, and they like to eat lots of animals. All of the stories are of these skeeteroos or snipes eating cows or horses, but they're described in various sizes, which I think is interesting because there's some of them that are eating horses and cows, as one does. And then there's another story where somebody tried to capture two of them inside of a helmet, but they like came out of it with their stingers and then attacked him. So I guess those are the babies, perhaps. Or do they? Or is it like Kirby rules where he can just like Maybe. inhale whatever? Maybe. Here's there's one more story before we discuss the story of Bill Jenkins, who is apparently the largest man from Arkansas, who got up one night. <laughs> we checked. We had a contest. Measure Bill. Bill Jenkins, the largest man in Arkansas, who got up one night and two mosquitoes grabbed him and carried him away with them. <laughs> And then the mosquitoes started to talk if they should hide him in the swamp, but decided not to hide him in the swamp because bigger mosquitoes would steal their prey, implying that there's more than one size of a skeeteroo here. What do you mean they started saying his name? They talk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were having a mosquito, a diplomatic chat about where to, what to do with Bill Jenkins, the largest man in Arkansas. Okay, keep going. So the, oh no, that's it. There's a lot. What? There's a lot there. I mean, they. Okay, sorry. Here, let me see. Wait, how does that end? I decided to hide him in the swamp. Decided not to hide him because bigger mosquitoes would steal their prey. That's it. So who? It's a mystery. How do we have this information? Uh, you know, tellings, stories. Did Bill Jenkins fucking fight off those mosquitoes and live to tell the tale? I, I don't know. <laughs> How, how do you ha- <laughs> his mind his how? simple mind can't handle the skeeteroos I can't the skeeteroo eludes me I mean Bill must have gotten away either that or somebody just saw this happening that's probably <laughs> it someone saw I mean it's hard to miss two giant mosquitoes and also Bill Jenkins who as we know is the largest man in Arkansas and they're carrying him away and they're very loudly like ah what should we do? Should we hide him in the swamp? And he's like, nah, other mosquitoes will get him if we hide him in the swamp. And someone's like, oh shit, do y'all hear that? And they're like, oh no, we're being watched. And then they fly away. And we don't know what happened. <laughs> we don't go into why they go for Bill Jenkins, the largest man in Arkansas. Well, he's the most supple and boastful of flesh and meat, Maddie. I feel like that's a given. That's true. But also maybe these giant mosquitoes just want to feel normal. Like regular mosquitoes. And they see this gigantic man and they think, you know what? Standing next to that guy, I'd look pretty short. I, Maddie, can I say something? Please. I fucking hate the Skeeteroo. <gasps> Why? He's a abomination <laughs> who's taking our big large men. But you know, wait, actually. Oh. Hold on. Oh. As I said this sentence, I realized this is the perfect opportunity 
for short kings to rise. Exactly. You can become the largest man without even being that large. By default. Uh-huh. Soon I shall be the tallest boy in all the land. <laughs> Wait, is this a conspiracy? Does this go all the way up? Which is obviously a play on words because we're talking about short people. Are the most powerful and also most short people in our world working hand in hand with the Skeeteroo? One by one, my cause will rise and we will be rid of these lumbering oafs who are so constantly in our way. God. Look out, tall people. Fucking look out, tall people. I'm coming for you. Is it just tall men? Yeah, we'll go with tall men. Okay. Boom! I'm safe. Yes. All five foot nine of me. Yeah, that's right. This whole bit was just a guise for me to flex that I'm five nine. You know you're jealous. One time I had a nurse tell me that I was five twelve. Um. <laughs> and I believed her. Oh. For like a year that's... in high school because I just did not think she didn't say it as a joke. She didn't say it as a goof. She said it very matter-of-factly, and I had her repeat it back to me when I first heard it. What? Wait, how- So I don't know what happened there, or who's worse in that situation. <laughs> Wait, Her, I- or me for believing it. Because I'm not even six foot. I'm not six foot. I think I'm also 5'9". Yeah, yeah. And I just was like, yeah, 5'12", that makes sense. Cool, cool, cool. Right, I have a couple questions. First of all, did you know anyone who, who was six feet and you stood next to them and you were like, yeah, this is about the same. And second of all, and I'm bad at math, but isn't 5'12 six feet? That's what I'm saying is that I wasn't even six foot. But what kind of a nurse would say 5'12? Ex- exactly. That's what it, that's the situation is that both of us were either fools or she was trying to make a joke. Dang. And she just said it so deadpan and matter-of-factly that she just committed to it, which I've done many a time. Right. So I understand that, but it led me down a path of just completely accepting. Dang. I think I was in sophomore year of high school That's that I was 5'12". So because <laughs> I just didn't think about it because I don't really think about my height very often. Mm. So I was just like, yeah, 5'12", whatever. And I would tell people that in confidence. Oh, and, no one, and no one called me out on it. Everyone else just went with it. People were like, you know what? That's a language of the tall people, 5'12". And I wouldn't understand because I'm so short in comparison to Aiden. (laughs) The forbidden height, 5'12". The coveted forbidden height. It just goes to show that if you say anything with confidence or apathy, that people will just accept what you say as fact. That's true. Do we think that that's how Bill Jenkins, the largest man yeah, in Arkansas... Yeah, who's the fucking say <laughs> that Bill Jenkins was the biggest man in Arkansas? Who said that? A nurse, maybe? <laughs> it was a short reporter who was walking around one day, and Bill Jenkins <laughs> just happens to be kind of tall and maybe standing on top of something. And this reporter was like, oh, my golly, you must be the tallest man in Arkansas. And, and he went with it, and nobody decided to fact check him. Because who the fuck cares who's the largest person in Arkansas? <laughs> fucking Bill Jenkins and Bill Jenkins fucking alone. Yeah. I'm glad he got apparently blood sucked by mosquitoes. I laugh upon your shriveled husk, Bill Jenkins. May you rot. Aiden, are you are you secretly a, a skeeteroo? Because you're kind of starting to sound like one. Don't ask questions you can't handle the answers to.
All right, here we are at the end of the show. We made it. Unlike Bill Jenkins, who I am very happily to report is now a shriveled husk, completely devoid of all bodily fluids. If you like what you heard, uh, tell your friends, tell people about us, please, we're lost and alone because we're but babes in the woods and we're not marketing ourselves or anything like that. So we rely completely on word of mouth. If you want to send in a submission or just something spooky or whatever for us to talk about it, be it a personal question or like a Yahoo Answers thing you found online or a Reddit post you think might be interesting to hear us talk about, you can send it to lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com. Just when you do, make sure you include your name and pronouns. Also... Leave a like on the YouTube uh, version, why don't you, Hey, Leave a comment. That helps us a lot in the visibility department is the interaction, the mysterious algorithm demands satisfaction and it demands interaction. So please, comment, leave a like. You can also comment if you have a question there. You don't have to send it to the submissions at gmail.com if you don't want to. You can also comment it on the YouTube page. Also, feel free to send in any local cryptids that you have in your area if you want us yeah, to talk about them. Yeah, that's a good one. Because despite what most believe, I don't actually live everywhere all at once. So I only know about so many local cryptids. And I'd love to hear about the dumb shit that scares people in the place that you live. I would love to hear about your guys' weird tourist traps. I would. I live for that shit. It's the whole reason I fucking made this goddamn nonsense <laughs> podcast to begin with. Right. We haven't talked about the organ vortex yet, but oh baby, oh foreshadowing! Love dearly. Yes. Now we uh, uh, we better fucking say something funny about it when we talk about it. Otherwise, <laughs> we're gonna look like some real fucking fools. Oh boy. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. End of the podcast. Yay. Go get carried off by your local cryptid. Why don't you? And while you're being carried over the heavens of your town, yell to people down below. Hey. Have you listened to Lorefolk yet? It's, it's kind of funny sometimes. And maybe they will. They take a long time to end it at the end because they keep going on. Oh, no. But otherwise, it's pretty okay. 